Every episode of Hashtag Getting has its ups and downs, its twists and turns. We know that. But whew, this one will have you feeling like a dang expert in roller coasters. Because friends, this Fast Past podcast happens to feature mechanical engineering major Katie Bowman, Vice President of TPEG, that is the theme park engineering group, that's the Ryerson Invitational dominating theme park engineering group, and let's just say Katie's got the thrill skills to pay the big bills. Best keep your hands inside for this ride. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. Oh. 1.21. <laughs> You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, fans of the greatest podcast in all of higher education. It is I, Jeremy Henderson, host, co-host of a Hashtag Getting, again, the, uh, the, the award-winning Hashtag Getting, the uh, aforementioned, like we just said, uh, the greatest podcast in all of higher education, joined as always by my co-host over here. I don't know if I've said anything about the hair in the last two days, but it's lo- it's looking good. It's on point, isn't it? It is very point. Is that's the one. Word. That's the one bad thing about this headphones is it gets a little dent, little rabbit ridge in the front mm. after this. So. Rabbit Ridge Phillips, yeah. the uh, director <laughs> of the Call uh, Me RR Samuel Gibb College of <laughs> Communications offices. No, Samuel Ginn, College of Engineering's Office of Communications we and Marketing. We answer to anything. What is this, uh, number 47th episode? I'll get it one day. And uh, I'm Jeremy Henderson, a, a communication specialist in the aforementioned office. And to my left, um, you know, stoic at times, um, endearing just, as that's always. Just his face. Uh, Marcus Klutz over here just twisting knobs and uh, changing lives like we uh, like we love it. And uh, we are thrilled. Brumch. Did you get that one? I got it. That Thrilled was, was your- to be joined today uh, by Katie Bowman, a senior in mechanical engineering, vice president of old TPEG. Now, what that, is TPEG, Jer? Now, that stands for <clears throat> Theme Park Engineering Group, right? That's it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Welcome. Yep. Auburn welcome, University's welcome, welcome. Theme Park Engineering Group uh, award winning. Speaking of all these awards and everything, Katie, thanks so much for uh, joining us. Glad to be here. Are you really? Yes. Yeah, are you thrilled? <laughs> I mean, you can tell us. You can be I, honest. Uh, big shoes to fill. Meredith was in here last week and she was just ecstatic about <laughs> being here. So Meredith Ayers Feltman, ever heard of her? You probably haven't. Thanks. It's so. a big college. Yeah, it's it a is. big yeah. college. I thought you'd listen to Twenty third largest episode. in the nation. Yeah. So. <laughs> but uh so, uh, Katie, tell us about TPEG starting off, uh, because, I mean, you hear theme park, it sounds like it's just some sort of... A, yeah, we know, just go to Six Flags and ride Exactly. Rides. That's, what, it, that's it, what I've... It's what, a lot more than that. Yeah, there was this great story written on the group, like, uh, I think back in March of uh, 2019. <laughs> By Jerry Henderson. Jerry, J, yes, J-H. And, uh, yeah, at first I was just like, okay, great, this is some sort of, like, carpool thing over to... Right, Six Flags or Whitewater or whatever, but apparently it's like a real deal that people go into. I mean, actually have careers and, and look into this stuff. So let's just talk about TPEG. What are we t- even talking about here? Well, TPEG started out in my sophomore year here by uh, Gavin Prather, and so it started as a club for students from any major here at Auburn who are interested in the themed entertainment industry. That was the line I kept saying to myself over and over: themed entertainment 
industry. Yes. What what in the world are we even talking that about? That can be anything from what people think of as like theme parks and amusement parks all the way to museums and aquariums and concert venues. So it can cover a multitude of things. Concert so. engineers? So you can have like an engineer that can contribute well, to a concert experience. Somebody Audio has engineers, to yeah. do the well, fireworks. So yeah, there you go. I'm just and playing. Build the stage. I'm just yep. being the dummy to set up the stuff. <laughs> Are you serious? There, this is a, this, build, build the stage. The, the the technology. Yes. Okay. Well, so um, the uh, it, it's grown. I mean, am I right here? Because yeah. because the thing I was writing about was this Ryerson uh, Invitational. Uh, that they have down in uh, Universal Studios. It's put on by Ryerson University up in Canada, and they work with Universal. They're the ones who host it down in Orlando. And so TPEG clubs from across the U.S. and, of course, Ryerson come down, and we're given eight challenges, and we're allowed to pick four. And so usually there's, like, two you work on entirely in advance. There's, like, two that you get part of it in advance, and then you're given a twist at competition. And then there's usually a couple more you do fully there. And so we're given the list of challenges, like the topics beforehand, and we're allowed to pick four to compete in. And so usually the teams that's going decides what challenges to sign up for. And then we prepare and head down and then actually compete against a bunch of other universities and students. It's, it's over five days. How do you stay yeah. focused for five days in Orlando at Universal you as part of a theme park? competition you don't have a lot of free time okay. it's it's literally trying to get a class project like multiple of them done in a small group in five days well so like what kind of uh projects are we even number one well what makes ryerson so special i mean why why do they get to like be like well we're the theme park folks that are so good that we even get to name the contest after ourselves they actually have some professors Canadians. I mean, they're Canadians. they have some professors up there who are actually pretty big in the theme park industry so they usually are ones who will like hmm. They'll go to a lot of safety conferences and they have like a voice there. They've worked in the industry and they have, I think, a couple different like classes on those kind of things there in their curriculum. Maple so so how did how did you get passionate about this? I mean, are you an avid theme park person or is this something uh, I'm looking to get involved? I'm looking for a group on campus. How, how did you get connected with this group and how did this become a passion for you? So I actually grew up as a military child. Mm. So we spent several years in Florida because my dad was at Patrick Henry Air Force Base. And so we'd go to Disney a lot during the summer. But then we actually moved overseas. And so I got to live in Europe for five years. And so I got to go um, to a lot of different parks and like attractions over there. And so I got to see the the different side of things. And so I kind of grew passionate about the way that one ride can be themed and designed and changed depending on where it's located. And so when I came to college, I started with engineering and I was interested in the kind of creative aspect of it. And one friend said, hey, there's TPEG. It just started. You should come. And I wound up going and I've been there ever since. And well, it's praise been, God, because that sounds yeah. just like up here. I mean, you know, what a perfect, what perfect timing with yeah. that. So what what led you to Auburn? Um, my dad actually came here okay. and several of my cousins did. And so it was a little of a family thing. And I also really like the smaller town kind of aspect and um, well, the enjoy, engineering and, school, well, too. So enjoy the small town while it lasts. Yeah, it, that's going away. Well, so quick. In, so in, in Europe. So what, what are some of the parks you're going to? Uh, I went to Europa Park while I was there. Um, so that's one of the larger ones. It's towards Where's the that? it's near the France and Germany border. Mm-hmm. So it's 
their almost kind of version of Disney, kind of. Do they still have Euro Disney? Yeah, I yeah. I went to okay. Paris Disney too. Okay. Um, I went to Tripstrail. It's a smaller park in the Stuttgart kind of area, so it was close to where I lived, and they're really cool because you can get in free on your birthday. So, that is and neat. then um, there was there's something called a Rotobahn. And so it's basically a mountain coaster, and it's located in places where there's usually skiing. So in the winter, they have skiing. But in the summer, they have these tubes in the ground. So they put boards over them in the winter for the skiing. But in the summer, they have these little carts. And you use the ski lift to be pulled up the hill. And then you use gravity to come back down, and you just have a braking system. Jeez. I love it. That sounds intense. See, I I never rode a, a roller coaster until, like, high school. Everything like that I was always scared surprise. of it. I know it doesn't. doesn't. I know. I was, I was all, watching dude. your eyes the whole time to be like, "How is he going to process this?" So, what is your what's your favorite roller coaster? I was actually obsessed with Rotobahns while I was in Germany. So I dragged my parents all across Germany going to different Rotobahns on weekends. We went to Garmisch like three times just for Rotobahns. <laughs> Domestically, what's your favorite? Domestically, I actually am really in love with it. It has multiple names. I grew up knowing it as the Runaway Mine Train. Oh, oh and that's over your favorite? Disney. That's my favorite because that's what my dad started me off on. Oh, that thing will beat <laughs> you to death. It was fine when I was little because, like you say, yeah. it's, that's the one that you can actually ride when you're, you know, below. Oh, that's the one. That, that's, that's the one I rode. That's the one I rode. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, but but, when you're shorter than Foghorn Leghorn's yeah. arm or whatever. But, yeah. oh, man, I rode that one as an adult. And it yeah. just, it was like chiropractic city that was but terrible i also have a problem i haven't been able to go back to disney since it's sixth grade chiropractic so. city i well, love that place but you're gonna have to find your way back yeah. so uh, let me what's your favorite part that's oh, a hard you can, question no, you, can say, you can say it unless you can whisper it if you don't want to um, offend anybody <laughs> there's different parts that i really like um i really like harry potter land at universal mm. Mm. But I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, so that was like yeah. nerd heaven. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but I will say I really like the Mummy at Universal too. Okay. That's a really good coaster. I really like that. Well, so what um, makes a good ride? Like, what makes it? I mean, obviously you said so. You're into Harry Potter, so you're gonna mm-hmm. like Harry Potter World. That'll do enough for a lot of people. Star Wars and everything. But yeah. like in terms of just just by itself, like what makes a good themed ride experience like what what are the things that they're like the judges are kind of like Mm -hmm. all right you got to focus in on this and if you're gonna make it in this biz you got to take care of this yeah there's always you have to kind of compare the engineering and the design side of things making a good ride to me is finding that gray space where both meet and work well together so um ride can be like what elements you're putting in so like it has a drop section on the track um corkscrews things like that and having a smooth ride in there so like Sometimes wooden coasters, you know, aren't going to be a smooth ride, but they're also working on um, hybrids of steel and wood, too. Um, And then there's, like, some rides are more themed than others. Like, a lot of more indoor coasters are able to do more theming because you don't have to deal with wind and outdoor elements like that. Um, That's one thing the Mummy, I think, does well with its theming is you have a lot of that extra space to put in things like if you wanted animatronics or you know fire elements things like that that you wouldn't be able to do necessarily towards the outdoor coasters as much boy things have changed since old miracle strip (laughs) in panama city you know all we had was the scrambler inside the devil and then you had the the other thing inside the the Yeti. Yeah. You don't remember those? Yeah. You, you no, didn't no, go to no, Panama no, I didn't City, do anything. Didn't I didn't do anything. Like, I'm a The Tilt-A-Whirl. 
I just vomited. <laughs> it was awful. I was like, this is what kind of a nightmare is this? This is terrible. Well, these rides have come a long way. Like you're saying, the, uh, I mean, it's not just about the G's that you're pulling now. It's all the effects and the things. And like you said, Star Wars, you know, I'm really, I want to go see I know, that. I know. Yeah. I'm sure you do. Yeah. So how, so we know, obviously having a group like TPEG here on campus for somebody interested in this sort of thing. And I, and I'm sure it runs the gamut. There's people who I'm sure are really into roller coasters and people who are, uh, again, like you said, like a con, you know, concert or museum type curating these experiences for people. Um, but you're a mechanical engineer. Yes. Are, are most TPEG folk in mechanical? Are we in civil um, or where we do? We have quite a few mechanical just because our founder was mechanical. And oh, in engineering, you know, you usually mostly know people in your major. Um, I'm lucky enough that I'm getting two degrees. So I'm also getting a degree in environmental design. So I spend half my time at CADC. Okay. So, thought you were going to mention we'll, that also. <laughs> we'll, we'll let them borrow you for a little yeah, bit. Seriously. And so I have friends over there. So we do have some architecture students and like some design students because TPEG is open to all majors. We just have engineering in our name. Yeah, I was, I was about to ask, do you have like any? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> That'll be great. Are, we'll are see there, you later. You know, like any acting, you know, yeah, theater, theater people that are, wanting <laughs> yeah. to be, that are wanting to be characters or anything. Do you have any of those? We don't, but they're welcome to join okay. us. Yeah, okay. So um, we we like to try and keep the topics we discuss diverse. So we'll like usually switch between different things. We actually um, our meeting Monday night was actually about stage design for musicals. Yes. So um, and then we've done like safety standards in a meeting, um, and then we've also done um, things like storyboarding. So we'll we'll try to keep it like very broad. Um, we do go on trips, so we do go to um, like safety conferences to learn more about the safety standards. The um, ASTM holds F24 twice a year for ride and safety standards. So we usually try to go to that. Um, there's one coming up in the fall that's in Atlanta, so we're going. So, so, so pretty good for contacts, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah. Like well, networking. And, yeah, and, net- and, and it, as I was saying, if you're talking about a contact, we've got, a, uh, we've got an alumnus, Jeff Volley. Who's a '85 mechanical? Who's the president of Disney Signature Experiences uh, down at Walt Disney Park? So Dang. he actually, our old director of communication and marketing, uh, Jim, got to go underneath uh, at Disney and got to take a tour of everything that's going on down below the streets. And uh, Katie, would you like yeah, to you take this uh, opportunity to? Maybe reconsider your favorite park in, 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 in light of uh, what yeah. Mr. Phillips just said. No? Yeah, okay. she's totally a Disney she's, person. Universal was Disney. good, but yeah. she's a Disney yeah, come person. Come on. Um, so what, what is an average uh, meeting? Like you'll, you said you met Monday night, you know, talking about stage design. So give me a thing. I mean, are we like, hear ye, hear ye? Are we taking roll? Are we passing out pizza? What are we doing? Um, so we do have people check in when they first arrive. And usually um, we start around like 6.05. The meeting technically says 6, but we want to make sure everyone's there. So usually you'll sit around and we'll all talk to each other, go like, hey, how's your week been? You know, how are you doing? How's tests? Things like that. Because, you know, we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. And then fellowship. From there, we'll usually start the meeting. We'll start usually by seeing if there's any new people, because we usually have um, every so often people who are in the intro to engineering classes and they get some kind of credit if they come to different club meetings. We'll get some of those people. So if we have that, we'll give the spiel of what is TPEG, and then we'll usually start the meeting on different topics. So um, like I said, Monday was about uh, stage design for um, musical productions, usually. The one we focused on, anyway. And so we'll um, have the the exec board, um, whoever wrote the meeting, uh, Seth did Monday. So um, 
he did some research into like set design and how it is. Sometimes we'll have like a video or we'll have um, like some books to get information mm. from. So we'll give a spiel on what it all is and then we'll do breakout groups. And so you get into groups depending on how large the uh, meeting is. How many are we talking? Uh, it can range, depends, because, you know, people co-op, internships, so the numbers change. We usually have around 25 each semester, sometimes okay. more, and it varies week to week, too, because of tests and things. But um, so this week we had about, um, I think, 20. So we did groups of five, and so we broke up, and everybody had to come up with a production set for a book that hasn't been turned into a Broadway show before. And so hmm. we, we had to, everyone came up with their favorite book in their group and then designed a set for it. So my group did Alice in Wonderland. That hasn't been a Broadway that, show? We could not find a Broadway show for Alice in Wonderland. Weird. Well, that's pretty easy to work. That's yeah. a good one to go that with. Is. That was something yeah. we all knew. So. <laughs> well, we talked about this competition and you guys, uh, the group traveling. Um, coming up at the next one, you're going to have $5,188 more to yep. uh, to help you get down there. Without me, it would have been 5183 <laughs> <laughs> Just FYI. I mean, uh, so we recently had Tiger Giving Day. Tiger Giving Day is made of what, 40, 50-plus projects across campus that are st- usually student-led groups, projects uh, that the entire Auburn family comes together to – support whether it's things that um you're passionate about within the um discipline that you graduated or sometimes it's just something that catches your eye um but 90 donors donated almost $5200 and it, you can look at the donor wall on here and one of those uh was a $500 donation from Tim Cook. Yep. What? <laughs> How cool is that? For not, reals? Yeah. Know, how, how cool is that? That not only uh, we're talking 90 people uh, that are, you know, I, I can skim down this list and I see a ton of uh, engineering grads, but there's a lot of these on here that I see that aren't engineering grads, that 90 people came together to uh, do this. And, and then again, like I say, Mr. Tim Cook, um, what, what does that mean to the group that that the Auburn family is supports uh, students like you. And then also, what is this $5,200? I mean, how, how beneficial is this going to be for y'all's trip? We did a big, you know, look what we raised Monday night. And everybody was so thankful because the past few years that we've done Ryerson, we've all had to pay out of our own pockets to get down there. And so that's trying to raise money to put down. They make us put down a stipend first off. Of, and then there's, you know, paying for gas and paying for, the, we're required to stay on universal property as part of the um, agreement to do this competition. So we have to pay for rooms. And so it usually comes out to like $300 per student. And that's a lot for a college student. Right. So this money is actually allowing us to have the team entirely paid for without anyone one having to put money down. And that means that people who might not have been able to go in the past now have a chance to be able to go. That's a really good opportunity. So we're very thankful. Awesome. Where's well, my name along? I mean, is it near him or? Uh, actually, it says that it's like it bounced, I think is what it said. <laughs> it's got a line through it. Rejected. Hey, I, my I, bad. Listen, I, I, I'll admit to you, you know, we, we've upped the game and how many of these projects the college supports. Um, used to, we would do one with a much larger goal and, and we've tried to get it down to some smaller ones to really make a tangible mm-hmm. impact on, on groups like yours. Uh, and I'll have to say this one's the one that caught my eye. So I, yeah. I supported this well, one. Well, and also because we're going to be putting some more stuff in the trophy case. <laughs> you got some hardware here. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of Katie and the crew from 2018 <laughs> standing in front of this giant universal, you know, logo. And the, fir- and the first time down there, you finished second. Yes, and then we got first place in two of the individual challenges I mean, first time. <laughs>
Warrior. Uh, you know, this this is destined for greatness. Yeah, seriously. So f- speaking of, so uh, after graduation, you have uh, when you graduate? In, uh, will, spring, summer? I will graduate in the summer. Summer, man. Yes. Okay, so what are the plans? Yeah. I'm looking into jobs currently. I'm actually really interested in renewable energy. A lot of parks are starting to push towards it. Uh, Six Flags up in New Jersey is now entirely solar powered. Whoa. So there's a lot of interest into that. Um, <laughs> Don't go on a cloudy day. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, got a little nervous on that one, but I trust you. Yeah. So I'm very interested in the idea of using different types of renewable energy into powering different theme parks and their rides. So I didn't, that was my entire thesis for um, environmental design over the summer was a renewable powered energy, renewable energy powered coaster. Nice. So awesome. So uh, anybody at Universal, Disney, Six Flags, you you name it. We we got your next employee yeah. sitting right here. Right. And if I'm listening to this, I don't know anything about life. You know, you need engineers and everything. But if you're going to, you're getting somebody from a top school like Auburn, but who's also invested so much of her time, effort. Already doing it. In something like this, I'd just be like, you know, come on. Yeah. Come on down. Let's, let's get that old city. training stuff. Let's, <laughs> we, we're, we're training them to go to work immediately here. That's what Auburn Engineering is. War Eagle. I love it. Katie, thanks so much for joining us. This has been great, and uh, congrats on all the success. Seriously. Thank you. Love it. Thank you, War Eagle. War Eagle.